Welcome Oasis family. This is our online campus. Let's get today started. Hey guys, my name is Sam and I'm so happy that you are with us this morning. Whether you're watching from your iPad, your, your cell phone, your laptop, or streaming it to your living room TV, we are so happy that you've led us into your house today. We have an amazing service for you today and I just want to briefly give you guys some updates of what's happening in our community. So you're probably realizing how much we actually miss hanging out with one another. I know that it's not just affecting our church community, it's affecting your, your family, it's affecting your schools, it's affecting your kids, your daycare. But here's what we'd like to do. We're encouraging our connect group leaders to reach out to the entire group and to continue meeting week after week. We're gonna be using methods like Zoom, Facebook, Skype, whatever it takes to continue to pray, to read scripture together, and to grow in Christ. You see, while we're in the middle of this crisis, we believe, we, we have strong faith that the gospel was made for moments like this, moments in which the world looks for hope and we're there to bring the hope of Christ. So here's what I would like for you to do. If you haven't yet gotten plugged in with a small group or you're looking for a place to do life with someone even from home via uh, 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 Skype or any of the methods I talked about, take out your phone and text the word add me to the phone number listed here 908-312-7600. Just fill out a quick form and one of our church leaders is going to reach out to you and let you know how to get plugged in. Hey guys, it's Steven. And I'm Chayla. Wait. Hey guys, I'm Steven. And I'm Chayla. What's up, Rock family? I hope you guys are having a great spring break. Due to the coronavirus, we will not be meeting in person for the rest of the semester, but we want you to stay connected by joining us this Thursday night from 6 to 8 p.m. via Zoom. Yes, and also we encourage you guys to have a devotional and also be intentional about your time in prayer so you can stay close to God in these really strange times. We love you guys, peace. Hey guys, so during this time we do have a podcast. Our podcast name is called Equipping the Saints 101. The idea behind that is we wanna get people out of the pews. We want people to find out through different perspectives, through my perspective, through Steven's perspective, through Yanni's perspective of just understanding different avenues of their calling. Paul addressed the church at Ephesus and said, evangelists, shepherds, teachers, prophets, all the like, equipping them that way they can step into ministry. And that's what we want with you guys. So hopefully as you guys during this time, just check it out. See what you like, see how that understanding of just going into your calling with God and really just staying passionate, staying encouraged. So you guys can find us on YouTube. And if you guys already have us on YouTube, you can find me on Facebook. It'd be a great opportunity to just watch us and just learn and grow as you continue on this journey. Thank you guys. So you might be wondering what's happening with Alpha. Tonight at 6 p.m. you get to join a live broadcast and a chat with the same group that you've been for the previous weeks. Except this time you might want to raid your own fridge. Here at Oasis, we have been monitoring the outbreak of the coronavirus very closely. That's why we've taken the measurements that we have. 
However, we want to recognize that this is a special time for Christians because in James 1, 2, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. This is an opportunity for us to be the hope where there is no hope to be joy where there is no joy, to talk about the clarity of what this life is actually all about. In the real sense, we know that people have been laid off. We know that people are struggling, tutoring, and raising their kids at home or finding daycare, whatever the circumstance may be. We want to go beyond prayer and meet these needs and do life with you. So let us know how we can come and help you. Maybe it's buying groceries. Maybe it's picking up medicine. Whatever the need is, text the word CORONA to 908-312-7600. So as we continue service, let's take a quick moment to just pray and tune ourselves with the Lord and, and, and ask for wisdom. So Heavenly Father, we believe that you are still seated on the throne, that a moment like this did not catch you by surprise, but instead you have entrusted this season and this outbreak and this circumstance onto us. So Father God, we ask you for provision, protection, and for us to have the wisdom to live day by day and find the glory and the hope in each of them as an opportunity to expand the kingdom. Pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So as Oasis takes this opportunity to bring the gospel outwards into the community, we want you to continue to fellowship. You can do so at home having communion with your family. Uh, you may continue to do online giving by texting just GIVE to the same number and uh, setting up a recurring uh, payment plan or whatever it is that you're most comfortable with. Let's continue to worship. Let's continue to bring praise to the Lord, both by professing His, His, His glory and His amazing character that prevails over the Christian life, and also by acting in faith every single day. Oasischurchnj.com, and today we're going to talk about how to deal with change in our lives. I mean, that's a pretty apropos subject considering that I'm stuck here in my house under quarantine with social distancing in place with this thing called COVID-19 out to kill us all. Have you guys even ever heard of COVID-19 about two months ago? I know I didn't. All these crazy changes going on in our society and it's driving some of us nuts. Some of us are scared. Some of us are wondering what's happening next. Some of us have lost, unfortunately, loved ones, our jobs, maybe even wondering, is our future lost? Well, the good news is God has something to say in his word for encouragement for us in these times. The word of God is so relevant, right guys? I mean, even if it's 2,000 years ago or today, whether it's in good times or bad times or corona times, it doesn't matter, God's word is relevant. 
And the Lord put on my heart just one verse for us today that I think can speak to our hearts regarding how to deal with change and all the uncertain stuff going on in our lives. It's going to be in John chapter 16, verse 33. In that, Jesus says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In the world, look, you're going to have trouble, but take care, for I have overcome the world. When Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you these things, what exactly were these things that Jesus said to his disciples? Well, if you go back to chapter 13 through 16, we see that Jesus is sharing with his disciples something known as the farewell discourse. And in there, Jesus is about to lay on his disciples a mind-blowing thing. Now understand the disciples have spent three years with Jesus. They saw Jesus do all these miracles. They lived with Jesus. They ate with Jesus. They did all these amazing things. But Jesus told them right after Passover, he said, guys, some abrupt changes are going to happen in your life. Guess what? I'm about to be arrested, guys. Yeah, I'm about to be taken prisoner. And the next day, I'm going to be beaten half to death. And then I'm going to be put on a cross and crucified for your sins and for your sins and for your sins. You can imagine how blown away the disciples must have felt. All their hopes and dreams and aspirations came to naught and so appeared. In fact, Jesus says to them, as you read on in those scriptures between chapter 13 and 16, he tells them, all hell's going to break loose. It's going to seem that the enemy has won. It's going to seem that all is lost. But I want you to know one thing. I want you to know that I am in total, 100% control. And that's our first word I want to use today, control. Your God, I assure you, is in total control. The church may have left the building, but our God has not left his throne. It may seem that this disease is spreading all over it. Oh no, where's it going next? Oh no, what's going to happen? I lost my job. I lost this. I lost my future. Jesus says he is in total, 100% control. Not a hair of your head can fall to the ground without him knowing it. I was encouraged once, and this really, the idea of God's sovereignty, the idea of God being in control, really hit home with me a number of years ago. I suffer from chronic atrial fibrillation. Many of you know that. What that means is I have a heartbeat out of control, and I was really worried with it. I didn't know what to do with it. I mean, your, your heartbeat out of control. How can you live with a heartbeat out of control until one of my old friends told me and encouraged me while I was having the attack. He said, David, do you know that God is in charge of your heart? Do you know that you are invincible until God wants you home? Do you know that? Do you believe that? I don't know, man, but it just gave me such hope. It just gave me such a such a reason to just walk through this. And, and even though I still have a heartbeat out of control, I know I have a God in control. And so I live perfectly well with the heartbeat out of control because I know my God is in control. But we just don't want to give up control, do we? We're like control freaks. I'm a control freak when it comes to driving especially. You get in the car with me, I am going to drive you nuts because I'll tell you, no, 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 don't go left, go right. Don't go right, go left. Don't go straight. After a while, people get fed up with me and they say, can you just shut up and get in the back seat and let me drive? And I believe God, in His mercy and His love, has taken the will of this world. He's taken control of this world. He's always had control, but now He's making it more evident. He's saying, guys, I'm driving you guys. You're in the back seat now, and you're going to have to pay attention to me. And the reason He's doing this, I believe, is because He loves us, and because He wants the best for us, and He wants us not to suffer with the anxiety of having to try to be in control of our lives. 
We don't do too good of a job at that anyway, do we? He wants us to hand over CEOship of our lives. He wants us to hand over the wheel of our life to him and let him drive. And that's what he told the disciples on that night. And that's what we could get from here, is that he actually is in control and we can trust him that all the other good stuff coming will happen. That's why he says, I told you these things so that in me you may have peace. Notice it doesn't say, I told you these things so that you may have peace. He says, I told you these things so that in me you may have peace. So there's a dichotomy here. That prepositional phrase is very important. The fact is, if you're in Christ, you know peace. If you're not in Christ, you don't have peace. The scripture is clear. The Bible says there's no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. To those who deny Jesus, how can you have peace if you're not with the Prince of Peace? Jesus says, if you're in me, you're under my protection. If you're in me, I'll be with you no matter what the circumstances. If you're in me, you can have the peace that passes all understanding. If you're in Jesus, you're trusting in the good news, not in the CNN news, not in the Fox news. You're trusting in Jesus. You're not looking at the circumstances of your life. You're not looking at the disease. Every, every minute, the news can drive you crazy, right? The worldly news can drive you crazy. You're looking at it, and it's like, oh man, another person. Like flies were dropping all over the place. It can literally drive you batty. What God wants us to do, he says, in me, you will have peace. In John 14, 27, Jesus says this, I leave you with my peace. The peace I give you is not as the world gives you. That kind of peace is based on circumstances. The kind of peace I give you is based on something deep inside of knowing who I am, knowing that I'm in charge, knowing that no matter what happens, I'm in control. I'm driving this ship. You can trust me and therefore you can have peace. You can lay back in my arms and know that I am there for you. And I love the fact that I have a child when they were little, they would just trust their daddy so much. And when I would come in, we would play this game. Do you love me? Do you trust me? And they would say yes. And then they would just lay back, boom, and fall into my arms, trusting me that I would catch them. They had peace about it. That's the kind of peace that God wants you to have in your life, trusting in Him. And you can have that peace if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So this idea here, Jesus says, I tell you these things so that in me you may have peace. That's the kind of peace he's referring to. So we have seen through this one verse so far that we have a God who is in control, a God who loves us, a God who has all things planned out for our good as we trust him. Secondly, no matter what the circumstances, we can have peace that passes all understanding in Jesus. And this brings us to our third word, trouble. You know what I love about Jesus and the word of God? He speaks the raw truth. He doesn't sugarcoat things. You know, he says specifically, hey, just because you're a Christian, it's not going to be all bed of roses. I know there's some teaching out there that says, hey, you become a believer. It's all good, baby. I'm going to have a million dollars in the bank. I'm going to have all the chicks in the world. I'm going to have all of the jobs I want and everything, the relationships and so forth. I'm never going to get sick. No pestilence is going to get me. Eh, not true. Jesus says, in this world, you will have trouble. What does that word trouble mean exactly? Well, it's the word meaning of feeling hemmed in, feeling so pressurized, so hemmed in on all sides that you have nowhere to go. It kind of reminds me of Star Wars. Did you ever see Star Wars? And I hope you did. 
uh, when the Wookiee and Harrison Ford and Leia, they were stuck in a garbage compactor and the walls were closing in on them. Remember that? Where that they had nowhere to go and if it got any closer, they would be crushed. Now the disciples, I'm sure, felt pressure after Jesus was arrested. It says they scattered all to their own home. <laughs> they practiced social distancing, you know, because they were afraid of getting arrested themselves. But look at us today. We're feeling pressure now. We're feeling hemmed in. We're undergoing trial right now with this coronavirus situation going on in our lives. But there's some good news here. Number one, Jesus says, take cheer. Because even though you're in trouble, take cheer. That means have hope, be encouraged. For I have what? For I have overcome the world. That word there, overcome, means for I have conquered the world. Jesus is saying, I don't care what trouble you're in now. I don't care the situation. Don't give up. Don't give in. Trust in me. It's not going to last forever. We already saw that. Your weeping will turn into joy in the morning. You're going to get through this one way or another. I'm going to pull you through it. I'm going to take your hand. I'm going to walk you through this. I have overcome. There's a limit on suffering. There's a limit on trouble. There's a time of trouble and a time of hope and joy. And Jesus wrote the end. He says it's all going to be joy at the end. So it's easier to go through times of trouble when you know one thing, when you know that God is in control, when you know you can have God's peace through any circumstance. And when you know even when you're in trouble, even when you're in trouble, that there's a, a purpose to that, that it's not just aimless, and that God's trying to work something in you. He's trying to show us something. Guys, this is who God is. This is our amazing God. You know, so he offers us, he's in control. He offers us his peace. He's real with us about trouble, but that he's in charge of even that. And he'll walk us through it. So that's why he says, hey, have hope. Be encouraged. I overcome all this. So what an amazing verse this is. Jesus says, I have told you these things. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you're going to have trouble. But take care, have hope, because I have overcome the world. I've overcome every single issue, every single problem, every single burden, every single virus in this world. And I am your Savior, your Redeemer, and I love you. So what application can we have today? First off, are you trusting God with your life? Have you given Him control of your life? Have you given Him the wheel of your life, allowing Him to take charge? Are you taking his peace that he's offering in you? Are you looking at your circumstances or are you trusting in the one that is the God of all circumstances? Are you, are you in your trouble? Are you moaning and groaning in the trouble? Are you wondering, why is this happening to me? Are you afraid that it's never gonna end? Jesus says, hey, you're gonna have some trouble, but take care, have hope. There's an end to this. In fact, I've overcome all this trouble. So this is what God has for us today in this verse. How can we apply that to our lives? We should consider this a great opportunity to trust God during this time. A great opportunity to say, Jesus, I don't understand it all, but I'm giving you control. I know you're already in control, but I'm going to personally hand it over to you. I'm going to hand over the, the wheel of my life to you. I'm going to hand over the CEO-ship of my life to you. You be the CEO, Lord. You lead me. And then I'm going to trust you, Jesus, for your peace. And when we're going through trouble, Jesus, I'm going to take this as an opportunity to trust you 
and to see, wow, what amazing things are you gonna do next? I'm gonna take this as an opportunity to encourage others going through the situation right now in our, in our community here. We can encourage others. In fact, if you have a need right now, I want you to just text Corona on your screen. Text that to 908-312-7600. And we have prayer warriors who can pray with you. We have folks who can deliver you food to your home if you're stuck in quarantine. We love you because Jesus loves us. So hopefully you've enjoyed today's service. I hope that this is a supplement to your own devotional, your own prayer lives. Hope to see you guys here next week.